1: Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I steal guns off of shelves using garbage pails.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm Jay, and I am much too ethical of a gamer to do such dastardly deeds.
0: (laughs) I am Josh, and I am awaiting my first ever 3D print, which uh, will be uh, roughly eight hours. Did you buy (laughs) the one I recommended? I did not. I went to my local library. Oh, and uh, took a file to their 3D makerspace. Uh, they have a couple of voxel printers. Okay. And started it, and the the little librarian uh, or the little library employee who's in charge of the makerspace was like, like you're supposed to be limited to four hours of print time a day or something like that.
3: Okay. And he's like, but No, well, no one else is using yeah, it. Yeah,
0: we're about to close, and you know, you could just let it run overnight. And I'm like, Works for me, buddy. So we watched the first few layers get laid down, and... Um, is this a board game sounds... thing? It will be an accessory, yes. It is a part holder for Betrayal at House on the Hill.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Yes, I'm excited this,
2: about it. This sounds exactly like something like one of those low moral um, librarians <laughs> would, would say or do not follow the rules.
3: Yeah,
1: this is going to be brought up in the next session.
0: Oh, that's true, yes. The... Local local politician uses a library.
2: (laughs) The scandal. I mean, I I wish I could say that that wasn't scandalous in Idaho, but here we are. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) um, news and announcements with Discount Games Inc. Uh, the Earth Earth's Mightiest Core box is in stock and shipping now for Marvel Crisis. Protocol. Uh, as a reminder, this did not change. Uh, it's not a new edition or anything like that. It's, it's just a uh, new core box with with new models. It also it does. The one thing that did change is that they changed the measuring tool, um, and so you do need to either get the core box for that, or we do sell the measuring tools individually. Uh, but very exciting. Get your Earth's Mightiest Core Box. Uh, today from Discount Games, Inc.
0: Very nice.
2: So before we dive into the main topic, I I realized that we didn't, um, I I didn't follow up on, uh, like at this point about a month ago, I, I gave you guys some documentary suggestions and I was curious if either of you watched them
0: uh what were the suggestions i
1: sadly i have
2: not Jay,
0: i have read I th- a lot of books since we met last but that's
2: true yes. i
0: think i did but what were the suggestions again
2: um so one
0: was the oh frick i forget what's the hbo one, one?
2: is one is on apple tv it is wanted the escape of carlos Goen.
1: i did not watch that one that was the one i should have that is true. That is yes,
2: un- that true. is that's that's the one I especially wanted to hear your opinion. Okay,
1: I will I will get it watched this week.
2: And then the other one is The Vow on HBO.
0: That's the one. Yeah, that's one I should watch. And the reason I haven't watched it is because I entertain this fantasy that I will watch it with my wife,
2: who is sure. the one that
0: is into those type of documentaries.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, you need to. I can't remember how quickly. Do you think I should set,
0: vet it first?
2: I can't. Well, I can't remember how quickly they set the hook on that one. You might want to watch the first episode and and get a feel for what you think of think of it.
0: All right, I will do so. I actually, it's funny. I actually have watched a lot of television since we last talked. <laughs> ah, Just not documentaries. I finished. Uh, I mean, I finished. Um, Ahsoka. I finished Marvel Secret Invasion. I started Loki season two.
2: Yeah, I did. I, I need well. I I've, I was I was finally the person who uh, was holding us up on what we're going to talk about. So I've got up on that, but I needed to know what. Um,
1: I I'm finishing. We're rapidly finishing um, Rebels because I wanted to finish it before. Yeah, I need to,
2: I'm I'm not finishing Rebels because Brian's not excited for it, and so. Have, have you watched that. any of I've it watched, all? I've watched Mandalorian. I haven't watched any of. Uh, have, said, have
1: you watched any of the Rebels?
2: Oh, we're. We're on season three, episode 10, I think.
1: Oh, and you didn't like it that deep?
2: Uh, I mean, we're currently in the Ezra is a moody teenager, and <laughs> and it's just not a very good show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> I disagree, but okay. It, okay. I think that season three is when it gets really good. Um there's a yeah, lot of having, having finished Ahsoka you. now,
0: I can imagine that like Rebels fans were quite happy with it, but but I have no I have no frame of reference still.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. There's definitely um the second half of season three is where all the references to what you know and the, the the escalation of the rebellion starts to happen. And you kind of like expected that in season one and two and it never happened. And then you're like in season three, it feels like it's just never going to happen. And then at the kind of the last half of season three is when it actually starts happening. And so I I, I I'm not going to like encourage anybody to continue if they're not enjoying it. But I did enjoy it so far. We're in season four. Um, we're I, half, I mean halfway through season four, probably.
2: There's 22 episodes in season three.
0: Yes, there is. It is
1: long.
2: And is I mean, it
0: better than Clone Wars? Yes. Oh. Well. Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. It's it's better. Well, it's it's.
0: It depends on the season of Clone
1: Wars. Yeah. Talk it's about. better
2: there's, than the start of Clone Wars.
1: There's a lot of crappy seasons of Clone Wars before it gets good.
2: Yeah. Well, I think I'm still on the crappy
0: seasons. Like I'm I mean, not quite done with season three. The the biggest issue with
1: Clone Wars is that it jumps around so much. Like it goes back and forth in time so much, and and I mean, skips characters arcs all the time. It gets kind of hard to follow it's almost like they it's almost like it came from the 80s where there was no there was no progression no cohesion no progression of the story it was just a you know an isolated episode and and it the truth is is there is some advancement but it's not happening linearly and so it it's not a fun watch, and they they sort of abandon that in the later seasons yeah. and start start becoming more linear. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, now I know what's going on, and now I'm enjoying it, and now the story's progressing. And yeah,
2: yeah. uh I mean, the biggest issue with Clone horses is it sucks, but you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> I
1: I would I would agree as a whole that it does. I think there's probably some websites out there or or maybe YouTube videos. Yeah, you could probably do give a, you a
2: cut of like this is. These are yeah. the episodes that actually matter. and
1: Yeah. I, I know there's super cuts out there. Find one yeah. and watch the episodes yeah, that matter. That would be
2: smart. Yeah, And honestly, Wait, I would like I Are
0: you telling me, like, I would get on YouTube for this supercut and... No, no, no. I, no you would get on it'll, YouTube it'll and website. they would give you a list
1: of uh, oh, episodes. Oh, yeah. On. You're I'm not going to get them I, super uh, cut together. You're going to find a list of episodes. It's going be an episode order. list,
2: right. Yeah. It'll be like, you know, skip this episode, skip this episode. You need to be sure to watch this one. And it
1: will give you an order to watch them in because it yeah. may not be in order that you expect them to be. But I, I guarantee you, someone out there has done it, and I would I would totally encourage. That's probably a way better experience than slogging through every episode and having another episode where the clones do something and you watch the clones fight, what? And the clones die, and.
2: So are you going to are you going to do the Ahsoka before the Mandalorian? Me? Yeah.
1: No. 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 But we're gonna finish Rebels and then we'll do Mandalorian and then we'll do Ahsoka. Oh, okay. And I I, I, I thought there was like a cameo in Mandalorian season three from Rebels, isn't there? Or is it all in Ahsoka? Oh, uh, I mean, if
0: there know. was, I wouldn't have known what it
1: was. So, yeah. Well, we're finishing Rebels first, and then we'll go to, and then we'll do them in order: Mandalorian and Ahsoka.
2: I mean, well, uh, yeah. I mean, is it bo Some, some stupid Mandalorian.
0: Bokatan is in both. Um, uh. I have, found a web, and I have found a website labeled "How to binge watch Star Wars: The Clone Wars."
1: She Bukatan is in both. Um, sure. Uh, okay. Clone Wars and Rebels. I knew who she was, and she was in Mandalorian season. Okay. Three, but I knew who she was from from Clone Wars. But she definitely plays a heavy role in season three of um, Rebels.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, another, not that, not that you guys evidently need more documentary recommendations but one i just watched that i enjoyed quite a bit was um big vape the rise and fall of jewel
0: oh man will it give me policy guidance on how to shut down some vaping
2: it does it's it's very interesting because it i'm spoilers for a documentary i guess
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> say it again it's called big vape Big Vape: The Rise and Fall of Juul.
1: And what's it on?
2: Netflix. So it's it's got four episodes that are each about 15 minutes each, and it's pretty interesting. So the it starts with the two founders of Juul are, uh, sorry, J U U L for people familiar with the vape company. Um, they were two students at Stanford who were smokers. They wanted to have a healthier smoking experience, essentially. And they saw themselves as a um, as as a Silicon Valley tech company, and their their big dream was that you know we're going to there's one billion smokers in the world, we want to get them from you know harmful smoking of tobacco to vaping, and that was their the mission they had, and then. Uh, it goes into them launching the company, designing it, and then essentially, uh, or a key point, marketing the product when it launches. And it a lot of the marketing is aimed towards children, or Jeez. at least, or at least, marketing that children will like. And then basically, all the many issues that that caused for their company and for society in a whole. As a whole, so I, I, I've 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 never been a smoker, uh, but I did find the documentary to be well done and interesting.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to tell she stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night.
2: <laughs> no, <I didn't>. no, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 a slave to loyalty programs, uh, Trevor. I, I only stay at Marriotts.
3: <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh do you guys have anything before we dive into the main topic uh
0: i'm just to mention the books that i've read which i think have all basically been jay recommends um oh shoot where'd they go so i guess so, well so i'm gonna i'm gonna mention three uh and i really i think we're gonna do an episode on this someday right one called tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow um by gabriel zavin uh basically about these two friends who become video game um developers slash publishers. Uh, anyway, fantastic. Like I, I had an intense reaction to that, to the book. And so I'm excited to talk about it sometime. uh Then I also read John Scalzi's new, I whipped through John Scalzi's new novel, Starter Villain, uh which is fun. I was, um, mm, let me just ask the question this way, Jay. Do you anticipate that there will ever be any other
2: books in that world? No.
0: Okay. I didn't think so either, but.
2: One one side note, I, I'm pretty sure this is the case, and I could be completely wrong on this, but um, I went to, before the pandemic, I went to um, Salt Lake City for a John Scalzi book signing event. Um, he was on tour for uh, his last Emperor series, I can't remember the, the name of the series, mm-hmm. um, and he did a a reading, I think, from this book, Starger Villain. Except at the time the plan for it was that it was going to be a um a young adult novel. And I think the the main character was gonna be in a basically a supervillain high school, I believe. Okay. Uh, so it's it's kind of interesting to see how the idea has progressed or fleshed out
0: yeah that is interesting so uh and then i let's see i haven't finished this yet i guess i should have mentioned also um dealing with dragons um but then the other book
2: i have now started reviewed that one
0: that's right we did review that one so the one i'm in the middle of now is um the destroyer of worlds a return to lovecraft country which i adored uh the dark joy of the original lovecraft country so i'm excited to be reading a sequel
2: nice i am i'm probably about halfway through going infinite which is the new michael lewis book on sam bankman-fried oh really yes jeez uh, and it's 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 definitely been interesting um in some ways makes you uh despair for humanity but
0: mhm I mean, I feel like you can. I feel like you can choose several conversation trees that would uh, give you that result,
2: though. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and after that, my I mentioned this in the uh, the Discord, but my plan after that is to read Red Rising, which you said you had read, Josh. I have read. Have have? Is it? Have you only read the first book, or did you go on and keep reading the series?
0: Well, I would say that um, the five-second review I can give is that I have only read the first book.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so, how much how much did you hate the first one? Um, here's the thing. I
0: feel like I, th- I think the writing's actually pretty decent. I, I mean, I think you're going to enjoy it, but I'm, I'm interested to talk about it. But, like, I feel like the Hunger Games series ruined me for Hunger Games-style plots. Okay. I I was deeply unhappy with the way that series ended.
2: And, I mean, in uh, in fairness, you it sounds like you didn't read... Or you, sorry, you were unhappy with the way Hunger Games ended? Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
2: Oh, no, okay. I, yeah,
0: and then... And so I think I kind of go into anything that's, like, you know, Hunger Games-like. Sure. Kind of grumpy. Sure. But I was just, yeah, I was not motivated to carry on with the series.
2: Okay. Uh, I So to circle back around, uh, you did read fairly quickly Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, like, I couldn't put it down.
2: And um, it's, it's one that we're going to talk about in a future episode if people want to read it. Um, if
0: you want to get that book club
2: vibe yeah i'd, I'd recommend it um what yeah, uh
0: i basically instantly recommended it to all of my daughters
2: really interesting
0: yeah and i partly because i was like i just felt like it spoke to me in a way that i haven't had a book do in quite some time you know and like spoke a little bit to my childhood and like i don't know i i just connected with it a lot and I'm excited to review it because I want to discuss, you know, I'm sure it's probably going to be an easy guess, but I want to discuss which character I absolutely despised. And
2: I'm actually, I'm actually very curious to have this conversation because I don't know which one you despise. <laughs> <laughs> See?
0: There you go. Now you, now you know it's good writing because you can't quite tell.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, enough on that. Let us move on to the, the main. The uh, actual main topic. Where we're going to discuss. Uh, Ted Lasso season three. So I, I I was the laggard. I just I rewatched season one and two, and then just barely finished season three.
0: Also, uh, it didn't help that Ted Lasso was not a documentary.
2: That's true. <laughs> uh, I, watch, I I watched it on my own without Brian. Um. So and and really? Trevor, you watched it quite a, a while ago. What,
1: what did was Brian not interested in season three?
2: Um, I mean, I think there was an element of, he was still angry about the end of season two, angry about season two.
0: I feel like season two could have lost, probably did lose a lot
2: of people. That's probably true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did feel like season two was the, um, I, 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 I I don't think this is a controversial uh, statement from, for the post of chain attack that I think that season two is the weakest of the three. Um, I'm not sure if the internet agrees with that. It seems like there's maybe some people in the internet who feel like uh, season, thro- season three was bad. There,
1: there's but... there's a lot of hatred for season three online.
0: Season three does an incredible job of redeeming itself, but let let's be clear, and I think I've talked about this. We quit season three uh, a few episodes in. Like, and I thought we were done. I thought there was no way we would come
2: back. It's it's so interesting to me that that you quit at that point and then came back. And by the end of it, your wife said that it might be her best TV view, viewing experience ever.
0: Yeah, she said it was literally the, the best television series she's ever watched. Now, to be fair, that's like of three television series.
3: <laughs>
0: Competition is, you know limited but I mean, it's true yeah no it is it is pretty remarkable and it's like we only came back you know at the recommend of a very unexpected uh I mean my brother-in-law like he was like you absolutely have to finish it and I so was shocked
2: I, I am very curious what was it I mean I guess at this point obviously we should have spoiler alerts etc uh so I turn it off if
1: we're a little past the statute of limitations on a TV show aren't we
2: I'm I probably, think so yeah yeah I yeah. so I'm discovering bases. So what what exactly was it at the start of season 3 that uh well so it was a
0: mix um like it was interesting cuz like for my wife um like she was just finally worn out of the f word, you know. I mean, yeah. Ro- Roy can't uses it very liberally and it's part yeah. of his character and it's funny, right? Um and my wife is not as desensitized to that word as I clearly am, you know. But also, I mean, I'll be honest, I just felt like the subplot with Keely and Jack was so poorly written and so unearned is what I felt like that we were just like, we're done like they're not. You know, they, they are clearly off the, the the Fonz is on water skis and way over the shark with characters that we, you know, really are fond of. So that blend that was just kind of this toxic blend, it just felt like the series had lost its way. And and like I said, my it was I mean, that that whole that whole television series has been interesting because the fact that my wife was like connected to it. You know what I mean? It's it like it, it, there is so much like on paper my, my wife should not be approaching this television series with like a 10 football you know uh yeah. i mean she she is not she she very much does not like you know gratuitous sex and she doesn't like language you know unless it's what she calls sentence enhancers which is uh you know the the d and the s word mostly i think um there's just all kinds of stuff that should not have worked, you know, which I think is a testament to the to the early writing of the show. And anyway, it, that's 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 my honest assessment, Jay. So, well, I guess what is your reaction to that answer of that question?
2: Um, no, I mean, like that that makes sense. Um, it did. One of the one of the things that I I disliked the most about um, about season two was I, I felt like kind of the the hill turn that um I'm forgetting his name Nate yeah the the equipment manager slash manager mm-hmm. had at the end of season two it didn't it felt too abrupt to me. and then you know in season three, it also in in a lot of ways it felt to me like the the overarching theme of season three and and probably of the show overall was about being able to have personal growth or character growth. And
0: I would have said redemption, I guess, but I think sure. I think that's reasonable. Yeah.
1: Those are close enough. They're
2: mm-hmm.
3: related. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um and like there's I don't know, there's I didn't I didn't hate what they did with Nate, I guess, other than I wish they hadn't done the whole turn in the first place. Uh but there's part of me that thinks it could have been pulled off a little bit better.
1: So maybe, but I will say that at the end of season two with Nate, I, I think I even said this on the show. I fully expected the return to form. I fully expected him to, to be redeemed. Right.
0: And, and in my opinion, he's not, there are two unredeemed characters in that show and I will go to my grave.
2: Okay. Who's, who's the second?
0: Lasso's wife. What? Why? 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 <laughs> She's
2: the freaking worst, dude. She's the devil. Why? I don't. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I.
1: I think they're both redeemed. Um, and one of my the reasons I loved the show from the very beginning was that it felt like there were very few or no true villains. And now clearly there is, and that's um Rupert. Uh, Rupert. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And I'm I'm fine with hating Rupert. Um, But he's such a small part of all the previous seasons and such a great opportunity to hate him in season three that I I mean, I loved it. I love the fact that that all of these people all had their moments where they were a bit off the questionable.
2: Yeah.
0: And they all
2: (laughs) everyone makes everyone makes a bad decision and then tries to pick themselves up.
0: Okay, Mr. Mr. and Mr. Disagree with me. How how did his wife redeem herself? I mean, she let Ted back I, into her life to to
1: be be with her, their son.
0: What? No. In what way did that happen? Did you expect them to to, to get married again or something? No, I expected her to die.
2: <laughs> 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 so, I mean,
3: <laughs> I I, I, sorry,
2: I don't yeah. I, the i the the biggest dis- this is this is going to blow your your mind, Josh. But the uh biggest disagreement that I have with you with the wife is that I, I don't even think that she needs necessarily redeemed for the things that, that you do because I don't know, like sometimes marriages or relationships and sometimes they don't work. Sure. I don't think that, I don't think that she's like the clear villain of the relationship who no. has to redeem herself.
0: Uh, Oh, well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that Ted is flawless, but,
2: well you you evidently think that his wife was like the antichrist or something <laughs> yes
0: i I mean look that that is the feeling in the wheeler household i'm just gonna I'm just gonna be clear <laughs> that I'm not alone in my feelings yeah i i I'll be honest, I'm a little shocked by this i
1: I realize that you know she i guess I'm looking at it from um having had parents who were um, divorce when I was young and being involved in a divorce and, and, um, having a lot of friends who went through some very difficult divorces that it is very quick to see that, that nobody comes out spotless, right? Sure. Sure. Nobody's without some, some fault. Like it it doesn't, it doesn't happen that, that there's only one person that's doing something that causes the whole thing to come crashing down. So, um, and it, you know they do things a little irrationally um because of the way things fall apart and i I guess i look at her and i look at the way that the both of them sort of try to like i don't know they're just a little there's tension between the two of them and the the way that they're able to resolve that and say no we're going to put the the health mental health and, and emotional health of our son ahead of that um is the redeeming thing for both of them at the end of season three
0: uh, I mean, I will grant you that's a very mature view of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just honestly cannot get over the betrayal. Like I, 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 I'll I'd be, I'd be straight with you. I mean, I am still mad I, at what, Ted for what, his what relationship you... with. Um, I hate that character. What is? Sassy? Yeah, <laughs> stupid sassy. I don't what, like what, her. I love what? sassy. I'm ready uh, for the question, Jay. Go ahead.
2: What was the betrayal that she did?
0: Uh, I mean basically stepped out on him with their marriage
2: therapist oh
0: oh
1: their marriage okay. was already over josh mm.
0: like, all
1: right. <laughs> And Josh are you, is say, upset. are you saying do you believe that, that she cheated on him i do no i don't think so
0: mm, interesting I, I don't i don't think so either and yeah, w- if if there so were if there were uncategorical evidence of that fact would that change your uh, yes. opinions on who is the villain well, then you see why I'm disconnected from the two of you on this one
1: because you don't have evidence and therefore you believe or no
0: because i i i I just believe it wholeheartedly no, I'm sorry, I don't
1: believe that <laughs> okay
0: i'm I can't wait till we're done recording so I can go discuss this with my wife. <laughs>
1: No, I think I think that maybe she did have feelings for the the therapist, and that's the reason why she called it off. But I don't think she cheated on him. That's I, the
0: other thing that's so freaking stupid is, and I know they did a good job with the writing here.
2: That therapist guy is a total pot. Sure, yeah, I mean they they are purposely he's a great foil, you, right? Trying yeah. to make you hate the therapist.
1: In in my experience, that's pretty common with rebound relationships from bad breakups in what in marriages like i I don't think that's that they're common it's uncommon for a someone to to go into the arms of someone who feels emotionally safe yet is not necessarily the right person for them just because you know they want to feel better about the situation they're in yeah sure right
2: yeah that's All kind right. of interesting i i never my my default assumption was that um it was like a long time after the breakup that they you know got together or whatever
1: yeah, I mean especially if you go back to season 1 and the conversations he has with her at that time, it feels like she's not she's not seeing anybody at that time in my in my opinion. It's something that happened more recently.
2: Um I guess another so this this is another part that um you know one of the things that Brian um hated about season 2 was um Rebecca and Sam having mm-hmm. a relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. with each other. Cougar. Yeah, and it wasn't even the cougar stuff. It was the the boss employee. Oh yeah, 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 that power dynamic imbalance of power.
0: Yeah, I feel like I should have hated that more, but I didn't. It didn't bother me that much. But I could see, I could see that being a real turn off for a lot and, of people.
2: Right, and and the part of the reason why he he disliked it is because he liked Rebecca a lot as a character, and didn't like thinking that she was the type of person who would uh, do that. So, but the, and the, and the part that I guess I, I, I didn't really have an issue with it, but I didn't really feel like there ended up being much of a payoff with it.
0: Yeah. I agree that there was not much of a payoff at all. I don't know um, what
2: they should have done, but <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't really want them to get together again in season three per se. And well, they, I'm kind of sad.
0: That I like,
1: probably would have felt more like Brian had they gotten together in season three. The fact that they did Sure. It yeah, felt yeah. much, much better to me that both of them realized that it was not a
0: good situation for either of them.
2: I'm not sure that Sam realized that. <laughs> mm, I yeah, think
0: he did. That's fair, right. I, I'm kind of sad, though, now that Brian has not watched season three because, I mean, I'll just ask you, I mean, what did you feel about her you know, romantic relationship in season three?
2: Um, And it was fine. It felt kind of stapled it, on to, it was a little
0: forced but it was also yeah, unique and, Well, it was definitely yeah. stapled on at the end
2: yes and there was there's there, was, there were, it felt like they were kind of scrambling to figure out how they wanted to, to tie things up for her and and like there were definitely parts of it that were just like this is a little too rom-com serendip- yeah. serendipity yeah. going on here for me but i know whatever it was fine
1: i liked it <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> I will say, so as much as I complained about you know, the Nate redemption arc or how it was executed, et cetera, I did think that one of the uh, best or most emotional or favorite parts of this, of this season was Coach Beard forgiving Nate and giving the story of why he was forgiving him. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I I agree. That was super well done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I read as I was watching the season, I, I read um, quite a few critic reviews of season three and all of them, you know, this sucks and this sucks. And I, and all I could think of as I was reading these reviews is why do you hate joy? Um, <laughs> and uh, I, one of them was, was like, they were angered because it was so the season was so long. And I was like, it's really? Like- Man, like, why really? do we,
2: why are you making so much of this thing? I like. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> okay.
1: I just it, it like I it literally did not compute. Like it the, did it, one the compiler in my brain broke.
2: It one thing that was interesting was that I um I don't know I I was I was used to um kind of the shorter episodes that the earlier seasons had. Uh huh. And and these went a lot of these were an hour or longer. Uh huh. Um, which. Ended up being fine. It was just not what I had grown accustomed to in the earlier seasons.
3: I,
1: I guess I, I didn't really notice it because I didn't sit down and watch the previous two seasons right before. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, it just felt like, Oh, I was that crazy. is interesting. Yeah, it was, it felt like I was picking up a warm blanket that uh, I, you know, my, my, my blankie and my binky. And I sat down and enjoyed <laughs> my Ted Lasso. Um, I, it, it literally did not miss a beat for me. And so you're
0: talking you're saying the whole season like it just it was on on track for you the whole time huh oh yeah man crazy
1: yeah i i i think so ted lasso probably doesn't have the best writing or the best storytelling or anything like that i mean i I think that it doesn't if you're talking critically that breaking bad is is the best tv series ever made in my opinion okay and on the spot
0: I, here, I have a hard time arguing with that. Sure.
1: And I'm not looking to, like, you know, draw a line in the sand would, or force anybody else to agree with me. I'm just – that is my opinion. I think Breaking Bad is the best TV show I ever made. However, it's not my favorite. This is. Interesting.
2: It I, That does make me – I mean, in a, in a similar vein, I I would probably um, consider the, the Wire to be better than Breaking Bad. But I also wouldn't consider The Wire to be my favorite show either.
1: I've sure. tried watching The Wire. It just, I don't, it's not interesting to me. I that's true. I didn't get, I, I don't know how far I got in, probably only three or four episodes, but I was just like, I was like, where's this going? What is the point? I don't get it. I, I tried and I didn't have any interest in any of the characters and it felt like there was too many of them. I, I couldn't keep track of what was going on. Yeah.
2: I would, I would say, um, I would recommend, um, so he did a, um a miniseries for the wire? Uh, uh no. It's it, he did a miniseries on HBO called We Own the City and okay. it is about it, it has um John Bernthal
3: uh uh-huh.
2: plays as a corrupt Baltimore uh police officer and it is and it's, it's based on real events and you watch it and afterwards you're just like kind of emotionally devastated. And it kind of gives you the, the Wire experience in a much shortened form. Um, and you don't have kind of the issues getting into it that you do with the Wire. Yeah. So have I either of you recommend it.
1: If either of you – I have not watched a single episode of Better Call Saul. If either of you have watched – in I have watched, watched it?
2: the
0: entire series. Oh, you have? Yeah. Um, it's it's fine. It's it's fun. It's I mean, darkly fun, obviously, but okay. It it does not approach the level of quality of the original.
2: Okay, interesting. I, a lot of the in, reviews I've read have, have ranked it like a close one and two with each other.
0: I'm like saying that Better Call Saul is first.
2: No, probably still Breaking Bad is first, but oh. It's yeah, a, I mean, if you enjoyed, it's, breaking, it's kind of a toss-up in their opinion.
0: Okay, yeah, if you enjoyed Breaking Bad, you definitely are going to enjoy Better Call Saul for sure. It, it's interesting because part of the challenge is like, I feel like, I feel like prequels are hard sometimes, you know, when you yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: the original series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's certain true. characters that no matter how much tension there is, you know, they
0: survive it.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that, been, that's probably a lot of. The, you're right. That's probably a lot of where the challenge comes from.
2: I've been trying to think of what I winter is coming upon us and I've been needing to figure out a um a treadmill T V show and maybe
0: Oh uh, that would be a good one. I think Better
2: Call Saul is, is Yeah, it was
0: consistent. it was a treadmill TV show for me for sure.
2: I've watched like one or two episodes of it. Yeah.
1: I haven't even started It's in my list. I look at it all the time and go, I should start that and the truth is is that I'm the only one that has any interest in the household in it. Yeah, yeah. My wife she watched a few episodes of breaking bad but they, they they never even came close to getting any interest out of her um it's too gritty too there's just not enough redeeming characters in it for her sure, yeah yeah um which is strange because i i don't normally like unredeemable characters either but somehow i still made it all the way through that show and loved it but um yeah i I so I, if I get into better call Saul it's all on my own. I'm going to be watching it all by myself and that just rarely happens anymore. I got Starfield to play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I so wandering back to Ted Lasso. Part of part of why I I said character growth over redemption is because of character plots like Jamie Tart or Colin um what did what did you guys think of those plot lines?
0: Uh, I mean, they were yeah, they were both really well done.
2: Did, my did my only regret with did,
0: Collins is it took I feel like it took longer to start than it needed to.
2: It, it felt like they planted some seeds and then waited a while for it to uh, develop, which which was fine in my opinion. Um, there was, I, I guess, one of the things that's interesting about this show is that it kind of you know it. I think towards the end, they asked the question about, like, are you able to... One of of the Diamond Dog meetings, I think, is a question on if um, you're able to change your nature. drinking
0: Diamond Dogs. I love the Diamond Dogs so much.
2: (laughs) I do, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And, and like, I, I, I just don't believe that Roy and Jamie would be able to change as much as they do, because I guess I have a dark view on humanity, but...
0: But don't when, you think when, that they are? They're literally like. I'm I mean, gonna. I, I feel like I'm going to get and deserve hate mail for saying this. They are very much the same person at different times of life.
1: I don't think that that's that bombastic to say. I, I don't think they're exactly the same, but yeah. certainly, certainly there's some similarities, which is why they yeah. they, they have a connect. love
2: date thing going on. Yeah, <laughs> they, they I think connect. so. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when you...
1: they when they go to when they go to Jamie's room and there's a poster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that <laughs> like, part was
1: awesome. Of Roy Kent on the wall, I'm like, this uh, explains so much.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I fully was Roy Kent. Broke down at the time. It was it was probably awesome. the most impactful moment in all of well, I.
0: Well, I'm going to disagree with you slightly there because, I, and you said oh. believe, which is why I want to say I, I I was a complete sucker. For the rebuild of the blue and yellow sign, like yeah, I mean that was almost worth the price of admission.
1: <laughs> as as the resident grumpy person here, I I connected with Roy Kent more than the belief sign. So
2: that's
0: you know what reasonable reasonable.
2: <laughs> um, so uh, you might know this, Trevor, but was there what what would what would you say were like the main complaints that people had about season three?
1: Um, some flaws with uh character plot lines um the the biggest complaint that I read was length. literally, they felt like that it took too long to get to the point mm. like they they felt like there was multiples that just felt like the, the pacing was too slow or something I guess that mm-hmm. they were they were wanting more of a season one season two sort of pace and instead got something that was twice as long for me. I was just like, i you know whatever, call it what you want it's season three and four. I don't care, sure, but the least the reviews that i read but there were some that um complained about individual plot lines in particular episodes i I don't remember it's been a while since i read those. yeah yeah um,
2: um did how, how did you guys I, I know that um josh you said that the Keeley plot line with jack was one of the things that almost made you quit the show um did you end up by the end liking her arc or were you still unsatisfied with
0: well, I, I honestly deeply enjoyed the part of her arc where, you know, like Roy and Jamie come and they're fighting over her and she
2: sends uh-huh. them on their
0: way, you know. And she like,
2: says no to both.
0: Yeah, I, I thought I thought a lot of that was anyway. So, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I feel like the arc was,
1: you know, you guys talk about redemptive
0: this, in and of itself.
1: You know, you guys talked about the Sam and Rebecca arc um, kind of petering out and not really having a point i kind of feel this i i'm a little bit with josh here with the the keely and jack thing it's like you you give us all this setup and then it just sort of like peters out and does nothing like why I, i don't know so yeah, I felt, yeah. felt like both of those were kind of in a similar vein, I guess, but I didn't have yeah. the same issue with the Sam and Rebecca one. And, and it's only in reflection now that we're talking about it, that the, the Jack plot line um, feels that way to me. Cause I just kind of looking back on it now that Josh is bringing it up and I'm like, well, what was the point of all that? And and maybe the point I guess was um, Keeley's independence, but it just didn't feel like that at the time.
0: Well, and it didn't. Yeah. And I, it just feels like you could have earned that in, much better ways. Yeah.
2: I I have to ask Trevor, I, I know he's he's one of your favorite characters. Uh were you pleased with Danny Rojas in season no. three?
1: No, there was definitely not enough Danny.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did did you like um The All Star subplot? Yeah, yeah, the Zorro or no it wasn't Zoro, Zava something.
3: Well, he
0: came back as Zoro after Danny Rojas. You know, um, I did in. actually.
1: I you
2: like you like the superstar?
0: I did because I was like I was
1: like when they first brought him in. I'm like, oh no, here's the deuce ex machina, right? You know, to save the team. Sure,
2: to to get the team into the
1: yeah. I'm yeah, like here, we're, I, here. I thought
3: it
2: did work way better for you know he quit. They went through the slump and then you know they came together as the team and did the yeah, total was... football. Etc. was was much better yeah, yeah i I, I was like
1: when it first came in i'm like oh crap there you know i'd already kind of heard rumblings about the season i'm like oh this is why like here here comes
2: right. yeah you, yeah, you yeah. know
1: here here comes the swooping hand of god to fix the problem and i'm like this is just not what i was in it for and then when he's basically gone after one episode i was like oh okay well then i'm fine with that so yeah i I actually did like that that plotline quite a bit and and I like that part with danny uh i just there, there was there's there's always room <laughs> uh
2: okay any any final thoughts as we're wrapping his, up his
1: his mother told him he was born caffeinated
2: <laughs> that's that's true <laughs> 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 any other any other final thoughts i
1: i just i i don't know why um critics hate. Good thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, job well done in the end, really. Yeah. I
1: mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the whole thing as a whole, I guess we didn't really mention that, but as a three season package (laughs) that you can sit down and watch pretty quickly. um, I I just think it it did a good job of resolving everything and not making me feel like I'm angry that it got canceled.
2: Yeah. It, one of the common phrases that it seems like the ringer podcast use in relation to, um uh the final seasons of shows or i guess of movie trilogies or whatever uh is you know did they land the plane and i i i do i guess feel like they they did a, a pretty good job of of landing the plane on this show i agree yeah all right well let us know what you guys thought of ted lasso and uh, all the ways that we are wrong <laughs>
0: Especially the ways that Trevor and Jay are wrong. Bring me the evidence, in Discord chat.
2: Um, I'm I'm sorry, but you're definitely wrong, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and stay tuned for next week.